Welcome to the Autism News Network. We are here with a very special guest today. Please welcome the mayor of the city of Charleston, South Carolina, John Tecklenburg. Thank you. Glad to be with you. Yeah, we're, we're grateful you're here. We're going to ask Dr. Tecklenburg a series of questions, and our first question is going to come from Bobby. Hi. Um, what is your favorite thing about uh, being mayor of Charleston? Ooh, the favorite thing about being mayor is that you get to um, interact with your citizens and listen to their dreams and aspirations, their hopes for the city and where they want to take this beautiful city of ours. And it just uh, makes me feel better uh, when, when I meet particularly young people who have um, great ideas and dreams for the future of Charleston. So that's one of the best parts of my job. That's awesome. And Ainsley, you have our next question. Yes, I do. So, Mayor Tecklenburg, how did you develop a heart for individuals with disabilities? Well, it's very personal for me, Ainsley. My youngest brother, my baby brother, Michael, he was born with a severe hearing loss. He was, he's functionally deaf. Um, he had like a 95% hearing loss. And what was really strange about it was that he had a little bit of hearing. And so, um, like, if something really loud um, happened, he would respond as a baby. And so my parents and we, his brothers, we didn't realize that he was functionally deaf until he was about three years old when he should have been learning to speak. And um, when we found that out, um, we, we, our whole family really came together and participated to help his education. He learned to um, read lips and to speak, even though he was functionally deaf. And um, I must say, after he learned to speak and read lips, it didn't seem like a disability anymore because he was able to what they call mainstream into um, the regular hearing world. If you learn sign language, um, with all due respect, you end up kind of in a box where the only other people you can communicate with are people who also happen to know sign language, right? And so, when Michael went through that very intense education, um, he, he, I would say um, we, you don't think about him anymore as having a disability, although it certainly felt that way when he was a youngster and was just learning to speak and read lips. So a very, very personal um, family situation with me. Um, being my own brother, uh, having experienced that, that, that I uh, really connect with those who um, have challenges of any kind. Okay, well, well, well that, sound, that sounds good, Mayor Tecklenburg. That sounds good, and, oh, and um, yeah. Thank you. By the way, Michael now, he's an attorney, he's a lawyer, and he works in Washington, D.C., 
on Capitol Hill for the Judiciary Committee. He's a very smart guy. And that just had to be um, able to blossom, as it is with most other people I um, have met with any kind of so-called disability. What a great story and what an inspiration to others. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so David has our next question. My question is, is ET a promising future for people with autism? Well, I, I do, Dave, uh, David. Um, and and uh, something I w just want to share with you is that I, um, in this world, sometimes people with lots of um, accomplishments and degrees and all kinds of um, uh, resumes. Um, sometimes they lose. Um, sometimes they lose a sense of humanity, and um, the young people, particularly that I've met in my life, who have autism, uh, frankly, seem to me to connect as human beings better than than most people of the general population. So. Um, I believe it's a very positive future, David. Um, no matter what our calling is, at what level, the, the ability to connect with people and be real and to be human is as rich and fulfilling for um, someone with autism or any other disability as any other human being on this planet. We're gonna move on to our next question from Scott. Do you support the Autism News Network? Well, absolutely. That's a simple one. Yes. Getting the word out and communicating is always uh, a great thing to do, Scott, and to be able to share resources and, um, and connect with people. I think it's terrific. Keep up the good work. Cool. Okay. Our, our next question comes from Bobby. Do you recommend any resources in the city for those with special needs? Well, well, yeah, in the city of Charleston, um, and particularly since um, we, we have a very proactive effort to make sure like all our buildings are accessible to folks with disabilities of any kind, um, and particularly things like the, the aquarium or the Charleston Museum or the Gibbs Art Gallery, those kind of cultural resources I really recommend highly for everyone to enjoy and to learn. And it's a great spiritual and artistic experience. Now, right now, um, you know, we don't have a lot of gatherings going on because right. of coronavirus. And um, music is another great resource. I'm a piano player, so I really relate to that. But everybody does. It's kind of the universal language. But right now, admittedly, we're not having events like that until uh, we get past uh, COVID-19 a little more. But yeah, there, there are many uh, artistic, cultural resources of the city that I welcome everyone to um, take advantage of. Cool, and we'll go back to Scott now for our next question. Have you ever attended an autism spectrum event? An autism spectrum event? I'm not sure that I have. I've certainly participated in gatherings uh, and, um, um, you know, 
Special Olympics, uh, uh, Gordian Bows. We have forums we've had to encourage employers to hire people with autism. Um, but I, um, I'm not sure beyond that that I've been invited to one. But if you invite me to one, I'll come. That's All right. great. Um, okay, we're going to go on to Christina now for the next question. What is the hardest part of your job? The hardest part of my job is um, um, probably having supper at night and getting my laundry done. <laughs> because my wife and I are so busy doing all these things in the community that may sound kind of funny, but believe it or not, there's some truth to that. <laughs> yeah. A lot of activity. I would say, um, you know, um, serving as mayor, which is one of, at, maybe one, at the same time, one of the challenging parts, but also one of the um, most learning and interesting parts is um, you never know to, what to expect from one day to the other. And there are many different things. Um, uh, I, I always thought I was a pretty good multitasker trying to do bounce a lot of balls at one time. You really uh, do have to be able to do that in this job. Um, so, uh, but, but I, I look at that as a, um, as a learning experience. It's amazing how much I've learned uh, at serving as mayor. It's a wonderful experience. That's awesome. um, and we'll go back to Scott now for our next question. Okay. Uh, what has the city of Charleston done for individuals with disabilities? I've heard rumors of training for police force and whatnot as well. That's true. Yes. Good point. We've also conducted um, seminars and meetings with business owners about hiring, uh, trying to identify jobs for individuals with autism. Um, uh, mentioned the accessibility, which has been a challenge in a city that's 350 years old that has a lot of historic buildings that weren't designed in a time where people were thinking about accessibility. So um, it takes an extra effort on the city when when people renovate a building to try to um, encourage all that uh, to occur. And then, then we, we do have special training, as you mentioned, for our police force and others. Thank you. Yeah, that's cool. Next question comes from David. Do you have any plans for housing with individuals with autism? Well, we've, uh, David, we've met and been working with some private developers who want to create like a little village concept. They've done this in other places in the country. And I think Charleston would be a terrific um, place to do that, where you have like a little neighborhood of maybe a dozen or 15 houses together and create a kind of communal neighborhood. Um, uh, I met with a fellow from, from Massachusetts who, who has a summer home here at Kiowa, and he wants to create one of those. And we've connected them with, with developers of, of um, larger tracts of land to try to promote that. Um, 
We haven't committed any direct investment of city funds to do that, but what we are doing is trying to uh, connect with people who would like to provide that kind of housing. Okay, so Ainsley, you're up next. Okay, um, Mayor Tecklenburg, with COVID and the demonstrations, what would you like to say to the people of Charleston? We need to remain safe and follow all these recommendations. I, I feel like in the last month that, that folks aren't doing as good a job as we might be able to in terms of um, distancing, wearing your mask when you're around other people. And um, unfortunately, what we've seen is the number of cases in our state is going up almost daily. Yesterday was the biggest day for the number of cases, over 600. Then today, on top of that, is the biggest day of new cases, over 700 cases today wow. reported um, by DHEC for, for South Carolina. And uh, we, we started off pretty well here in Charleston um, with our stay-at-home orders and all like that. And, and it just seems to me that when, when you can open up and you can be safe, um, you can keep the distances, you can wear your mask, but even those simple things, uh, and wash, be sure to wash your hands really well um, all the time. But um, uh, it, it's almost like some people, um, once things open back up, then they just figured everything was back to normal, and it's not. It's a new normal. We still have to be very careful uh, to prevent the spread of this disease until there's a permanent cure or, or a good vaccine for it. So I just urge all of our citizens to please follow those practices. Everybody knows what they are. They do make a difference. I'm told particularly that inside gatherings where people get together, um, it accounts for up to 80% of the spread of the disease. Wow. So, um, you know, we really need to be careful when we um, go into places. Exactly. And um, I, I just like to add that I hope this, I hope it ends soon because people have lost their jobs. Um, like restaurants have started opening back up and some non-essential places are closed and, and we don't know when they're going to open back up. So I know it's been a big economic impact. It's been terrible. We're going to switch over to Miles now, who has a question. I think a happy question. Go ahead. What's one of the greatest places in Charleston have you traveled? Greatest places to do what? In Charleston, have you have you traveled to? Well, the question actually, I think, is where do you like to take, where do you like to take a walk in Charleston? Where are your oh, favorite yeah. places? I got lots of favorite places for that. I, I don't know that I can say one. I'll say a few. Um, I live near the West Ashley Greenway, and I love to walk on the Greenway, but I must say I also like walking on the bikeway out to Higgins Pier. I like walking on the Battery. I like walking in Hampton Park. So um, I love 
all of our parts where you can get on Wonderful. Um, now we'll go back to Ainsley. All right. Um, Mayor Tecklenburg, what types of music do you enjoy? Because I'm a music lover myself. I think a better question would be um, what kind of music do I not enjoy? And uh, I would have to say that with none. I, I like all kinds of music. So, um, but but I'll, I'll tell you, I, I like jazz music particularly. I play jazz. I'm a piano player. Um, I like early jazz music like ragtime and um, uh, Dixieland jazz from the 20s and 30s. I like modern jazz too. I like classical. Um, I like just basically all kinds of music. Um, now, David, you have a question now for the mayor. Go ahead. My question, are there any ways for individuals with autism to participate in some of Charleston art festival such as, uh, and I can't say it word properly, it's very hard to say. Piccolo and Spoleto. Piccolo and Spoleto. Sorry about that. Those two are very hard for me to say. Yeah, ways to participate. Uh, of course, um, I enjoy just uh, being a, um, a um, participant by attending and listening and uh, enjoying events. Again, unfortunately, this year, um, most of those events have all been canceled but um, because of the coronavirus. But next year, they should all be back up and running. We certainly hope so. But um, if you are a musician or uh, an actor or get a group together, um, you can participate uh, by applying to be performers. There was uh, um, a drama acting group all of them, um, they participated by putting on a play. So if uh, um, that's a way to participate as well. But uh, I think the most fun, fun way is just to participate by um, attending events uh, like that and listening. That sounds great. We're going to move on to Miles now. Miles, you have a final question for the mayor. Since becoming mayor, what was your biggest accomplishments in Charleston? I hired a great guy to be... Um, um, our police chief, uh, Luther Reynolds. I'm very proud of him. I know he's had a, um, a tough time the last couple of weeks. Um, and, um, but his heart for improving our city's public safety is just incredible. So, um, so that, that's one of them. I'm also, uh, I guess, pleased that we've been working as a team so well, our city staff on all kinds of things from uh, um, creating more affordable housing in our city, um, that's a big thing, and um, promoting the arts and cultural events of our city, that's another thing, working on our overall quality of life, um, trying to make improvements to our traffic and transportation, system, including in a few years, uh, we, we got the first real improvement to our public transit system coming. Uh, we call it the low country rapid transit. So uh, those are just a few things, we're, we're, but mostly it's, I'm, I'm so proud to be working with such a team of, uh, of, of great employees at the city of Charleston. They really 
incredible and put themselves put service above themselves in trying to um, uh, improve our city and and the quality of life for our citizens. Yeah. I'm going to try to sneak one more question in, Mayor Tecklenburg, because this is something that I, I'm sure we all struggle with as Charlestonians. How do you uh, balance the idea of maintaining Charleston's beauty? Because I think we can all agree that Charleston's the most beautiful city in the world, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah. And then, like, trying to balance that with the, the, the pull towards growth because other people want to move and be a part of Charleston. What's it like to be in the middle of all that as the mayor? Well, many times I feel like I'm walking a balance beam, a balance bar, you know, where, you know, you're getting pulled this way and that way. And uh, so I, I view um, part of the job of being mayor is to, to survey all those pulls and pushes and finding that balance um, that, that protects our quality of life in the best way we can. Um, you know, a, a thriving city has has to grow, um, but to do it in a way that um, that um, is mindful of our quality of life, um, and 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 it can be a challenge. There's no no question about it. You know, we're a great city, so people come here and visit, and, and before you know it, they've got the idea. Gee, I'd like to live there. I'd like to move there. And, and um, to stop being voted number one every time. <laughs> that's right. We're a great place to visit. We're a great place to live. So it does come with its challenges. And, and uh, yes, indeed. Uh, uh, do that balancing act sometimes. Yeah, well, that's wonderful. Christina, go ahead and take us out, okay? All right. Christina. You have been joining us from the Autism News Network interview with Mayor John Teckenbog. We are very grateful for his time. You can find Mayor Tecklenburg on Facebook and Instagram. Please check out our site, theautismnewsnetwork.com, and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks, and have a great day. Thank you, Christina. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Autism News Network. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. Thank you. Thanks, Mayor Tecklenburg. Thank you. Bye.